Welcome back to the Passport Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel. And I'm Raquel. And Raquel, today we get to share another little tidbit of information with our listeners. Yes. And this one, I'm kind of excited for this one because this is a little off the beaten path from what we're used to. It it kind of is, just a little bit. (laughs) Just a little. It's not necessarily a career path related tip, but I still feel like it's incredibly relevant to all of our career passport participants, especially now with the holidays fast Mm -hmm. approaching. (laughs) Mm -hmm, For sure. Uh, We just wanted to take a little time and offer a quick reminder as to why it's important to take care of yourself Mm -hmm. during this time. We get so wrapped up in trying to take care of everyone else right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe you're caring for your parents or your children or other loved ones during this time. And the first thing that goes to the wayside is taking care of ourselves. Yeah. So we wanted to talk about the importance of self-care and making sure you have a good self-care practice before going into this holiday season. Mm-hmm. And Raquel, when I say the words self-care, <laughs> what's the first thing you think of? Oh my gosh. I think of <laughs> bubble baths. I think uh, of getting your nails done, a massage, you know, mm-hmm. all the extra stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. And I feel like that's a result of social media, specifically Instagram, yeah. sharing yes. <laughs> different self-care practices. I always think of this one college humor sketch where there are three women. They are getting mani-pedis and they're all confessing to doing things that are bad for you and branding it as self-care. Like <laughs> one woman says that, you know, I was going to eat a salad for lunch yesterday, but then I actually ate 13 glazed donuts. Am I horrible? And then all the other girls are, no, that's self-care. It's what you wanted. So it, it always makes me laugh because I feel like it's such a great picture of what self-care has turned into yeah. these days. Yeah. It's so easy to manipulate that meaning of self-care. So let's get back to the root of it. What exactly is self-care if it's not all face masks? Manny Petties, that large bowl of ice cream right before bedtime. Here's the good news. Self-care can be all of those things. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with treating yourself every once in a while. The problem with the concept of self-care is, again, that social media has kind of classified self-care as only treating yourself or only doing what makes you feel good and not doing those things that maybe don't feel so good in the moment, but have great long-term benefits. Mm. So self-care is, I love this definition. I looked it up on Google (laughs) and (laughs) it was kind of a two-part definition. So I combined it all into one to make sense. Uh, But self-care is uh, taking action to maintain our health, well-being, and happiness. Mm. And that encompasses a lot, not just the fun stuff that we see on those Facebook feeds or Instagram feeds. So I have a few examples of what self-care looks like in each of those different categories. So again, those categories are health, well-being, and happiness. Mm. So for health, the three examples that I have are making sure that you are getting your primary health care provider visits in. Going to the dentist on a regular basis, uh, making sure you just get your annual checkups from your physician, going to the eye doctor, things like that. Those are not fun. (laughs) No. Nobody likes scheduling those visits. Nobody likes going to those visits, but they are very important to make sure that you're on top of your health. Mm. 
other things, I'm going to say that really nasty word, exercise. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I know. Everybody hide. No, I'm just kidding. But exercise is really important, again, to making sure that you're maintaining your health for the future and also eating healthy. I mean, I feel like these are all really yeah. obvious ways <laughs> mm-hmm. or applications of self-care, but they're ones that we can tend to forget when we're in the moment, if we're really stressed out and all we want to do is sit down and, and again, eat that big bowl of ice cream because it's going to make us feel better in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yes, it might make you feel better for 10 minutes. But then later on, you're going to feel guilty that you ate all that ice cream. Or sick. (laughs) Or sick. Exactly. Uh, So those are the examples that I have for health. For well-being, this is a little bit more of a intangible topic because well-being encompasses a lot of different things. It's not just your physical well-being, but it's your mental well-being. It's your spiritual well-being. So things that you can do to help in this area are take some time and reflect and evaluate how you're doing and putting a plan together to make some adjustments based on your observations. Where are you doing well? Are you doing well in a lot of areas? If so, great. Stay the course. If you feel like you have let things slip a little bit in some of those areas, well, how are you going to get back on top of your game? What are some small things you can do to set yourself in the right direction going forward? Uh, Another thing that I feel like goes along really well with taking time to reflect and evaluate is journaling, Um, specifically journaling about things that might be bothering you or things that you want to work on, maybe something that you discovered during your self-reflection process, Um, or talk about how well you're doing, pat yourself on the back a little bit. Uh, Mm -hmm. Writing those things out is so healing, and it helps so much just to see your thoughts on paper to get a more clear picture of what you look like during that time. And also working through conflicts or stressors. If you know that there is a problem with a person in your family or maybe a person on your work team, try and approach that in a mediated way that you Mm -hmm. can get to good conflict resolution on both sides. Or thinking about the things that stress you out, how can you work to make sure that those stressors are not as stressful. I mean, mm-hmm. we can never get rid of all of the stressors in our life, but yeah. we can do things that make them a little bit less stressful. Yeah. And then that last area is happiness. So happiness is very relative. <laughs> there are some things like, you know, physical health is is pretty constant for lots of people. Well-being also relatively constant, but happiness I feel like is the mm. most um, amorphous yeah. or mm-hmm. there's not a set formula for happiness for every person out there. But I just have three things here that I think might help a lot of people. Uh, so one is making sure you get enough time with your family or your friends or your loved ones that you enjoy spending time with. I know that family, even <laughs> friends can be stressors for yeah. some people, but make sure that you're getting that time with those people who help make your life a little happier during this time. And then pursuing passions or hobbies, interests, or even work that is particularly meaningful to you. Make sure that you are making time to do some of those things, especially if it's outside of work. Like work is very important. We should all be doing something for work that is fulfilling to us, Mm -hmm. but that's not going to be the case for everybody 100% of the time. So even if your work isn't as fulfilling as you want it to be right now, make sure your passions or your hobbies or your interests are fulfilling for you. So you're getting that from somewhere. Good point. 
And then the last thing, I love talking about this around the holidays, especially, but doing things for others Mm -hmm. is so important for our own happiness because it gets us out of that headspace where it's just me, me, me all the time. (laughs) And if you're able to do something kind for somebody else, that's just going to make you so much happier, let alone that person that you're being kind to. Yeah. So now that we have somewhat of a picture of what self-care is, I mean, we're really just scratching the surface here. We could talk about this topic for hours (laughs) on end. Um, But now that we have a better picture of what that looks like, Raquel, I know you have some great information to share with us on why self-care is so incredibly important. Yeah, Rachel, I do. So I did a little bit of poking around on the internet and I found some things that really caught my attention about why self-care is so important and why we should definitely take it seriously. So we may all be a little familiar with the phrase burning the candle at both ends. Mm. It's basically when you're trying to be, let's say, a good spouse, a good partner, a good student, a good whatever, but also trying to be a productive member of society Mm. while at the same time trying to do your very best at your job so you can achieve your professional goals. I can go on and on, (laughs) (laughs) but it's when you're just doing too much and much like a candle with a burning wick at both ends, there will come a time when your flame will just go out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's Mm -hmm. what we call burnout. Yep. (laughs) So um, now this burnout could also lead to depression and anxiety Mm. and not to mention a whole lot of other negative things that you don't need right now or ever in your life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So when we find ourselves in a season like what I just mentioned, and maybe for a lot of us, it might be the upcoming holiday season. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's so important to take a time out on a regular basis to just reset ourselves. So uh, this article I found from Southern New Hampshire University, it says that engaging in a self-care routine has been clinically proven to reduce or eliminate anxiety, depression, reduce stress, improve concentration, minimize frustration and anger, increase happiness, and improve energy. Mm, That all sounds amazing. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I think we all could use a little bit of that in our life. Oh, (laughs) yeah. So the SNHU article goes on to say that from a physical health perspective, self-care has been clinically proven to reduce heart disease, stroke, and cancer. Mm. And spiritually, it may even help us tune in with our higher power, as well as realize our meaning in life, which Mm. is amazing. Wow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) And Rachel, I don't know about you, but all of that sounds like something we could all use more of in our life, a way to combat all of the necessary and sometimes unnecessary stressors that we face. Stress is always going to be a part of our lives. So What we do for self-care is a great way to make sure we don't become victims of that burnout or suffer in a state of constant stress. So Mm -hmm. I think the research is really there. And and like you said before, this is just scratching the surface. But I think maybe if you don't recognize your self-care habits right now, maybe you can find yourself thinking of things that do relieve that stress, that do bring you joy, that that make you just kind of reset your mind a little bit. So Rachel, can you give us some examples of maybe what you do personally to kind of hit the reset button or just self-care yourself? <laughs> yes, definitely. Uh, I have a couple of things that I'd like to share. Well, number one, <laughs> take time off work. <laughs> Ooh, yes. 
It sounds so easy. Take time off work. Duh. Of course I'm going to take time off work. (laughs) But I feel like a lot of times our time off work ends up being maybe because we are preparing to go on a vacation and we need to do 20 things on our to-do list just so we can go relax. (laughs) Or maybe it's time off around the holidays around this time. So again, we have a to-do list a mile long and we're rushing all around making food for everybody and trying to buy presents for everyone or traveling long distances to see family. I'm not talking about that kind of time off. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about taking periodic time off that is just for you to do whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm actually doing this right before Thanksgiving this year. Uh, I've taken the week off of Thanksgiving to do all the Thanksgiving style things, make food, be with family. But before... I'm taking three days off the week prior just to do some of this retreat style self-reflection, get in my Bible because that's my preferred uh, method of spirituality. I am a Christian and so I like to read my Bible. I like to memorize scripture. Uh, So I'm going to take three days and go away for a little bit (laughs) away from people, away from priorities, away from the stressors that I have and just take a time out. And I am so looking forward (laughs) to that right now. (laughs) That sounds awesome. (laughs) I keep thinking how many days is it until I actually get to go do this. (laughs) But this is the first time I've been able to do something like this. And I'm, I'm just really excited to see what I can learn about myself and how I can reset my priorities and my mindset through that process. Wow. And then the other thing is actually something I'm going to be doing while I'm on that little reset trip, but that's journaling. And I'm not the best journaler. I will absolutely confess to that. I go through bouts. I can write every day for three, four weeks at a time, and then I will walk away from it for six months or a year. (laughs) I'm very sporadic, but I do feel like The reflection I get out of journaling, the realizations I come to through writing down, again, things that bother me, things that I'm chewing on, things that I just want to learn more about myself. I walk away with so many good realizations from that. It's Mm -hmm. worth doing even if I don't do it on a consistent basis. Mm -hmm. So those are my two things. Raquel, I know you have a few things you want to share too for self-care practices. I do. But first of all, the days that I take off work where I don't do anything, there's no husband, there's no kids in the house are the best days. Yes. I just have to say that. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. I think I need to take a few days like that here pretty yes, soon. Do it. <laughs> but when we talk about self-care, I think we have to first talk about recognizing when we need to kind of step it up a little bit. Mm. You might find that some people online talk about self-care as getting enough sleep, enough water, eating mm-hmm. the right foods. I think you mm-hmm. mentioned that earlier too, Rachel. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, this is part of taking care of yourself, but that shouldn't be anything extra or special that you're doing for yourself. It should be the bare minimum, Mm. but unfortunately for a lot of us, it isn't. And that's why we have to get good at recognizing and being self-aware of how we are feeling and how that's making us act or perform at work or at home or at school. 
So I wouldn't say that I have like a self-care routine, but I would say that I have a self-care awareness sort of checklist and there are things that I do in response to that. So when I start to feel overwhelmed or irritable or, or just not like myself, I take a pause and I think about what I've been eating, how much I've been sleeping, and have I been on a walk or outside lately? And have I had any me time lately? Mm-hmm. And when I get to the irritable point, <laughs> when I'm snapping at my family, <laughs> mm. that's when I know all of these answers could be no. So then I try to fit in the extra sleep or the walk or the time outside. Uh, The biggest self-care activity for me is actually time spent alone. Now, every day I I do try to make time to take a long walk and listen to a podcast. And even though I'd rather just sit at my desk and and finish some things that I'm working on, I know Mm -hmm. that after I come back from that walk all sweaty or cold, (laughs) I feel totally refreshed and just reset. So that is something that I try to work in at least every work day is take a long walk over lunch. And it's, it's just been really great just in the middle of the day to hit that reset button. So back to talking about my number one self-care item is time alone. This is something that I've learned about myself over the last few years that I just need that recharge. Maybe I'm spending a lot of time with my family or friends or I just got back from a party or a get together or something or it's just a busy weekend and we're going here, we're going there and I don't have that time to just do nothing. <laughs> During this me time, you know, it's nothing glamorous. I'm sitting on the sofa <laughs> watching mindless TV in very comfortable clothes. And bonus points is if the house has been cleaned already and it's nice and tidy and I just get to relax with no husband and no mm-hmm. kids and just sit there and do nothing and not feel guilty about it. And when I don't have that time over the weekend, especially, I really notice it the next week. And it's like, oh, I I have to go into our bedroom and just shut the door and just sit there, watch (laughs) TV and just not have anybody bother me. And I can do that for a couple hours and I come back like a totally new person. So Mm -hmm. self-care for me is just more sort of being self-aware and recognizing how am I acting? What am I doing throughout my day or my week that's making me act like this? Mm -hmm. And then I have to just take a step back and be like, okay, I need to go on a walk. I need to exercise. I need to be alone for a second. (laughs) It's like a self timeout. (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly what it is. That's what I do for self-care. It's nothing glamorous. It's not getting a massage, although that does sound great. Mm -hmm. It's not I mean, sometimes it's eating the bowl of dessert that I probably shouldn't and just saying (laughs) I'm taking care of myself, which I'm really not. But it's just those small things that I need to do that I've recognized in myself over the years. And maybe that's not for you. Maybe yours is getting that massage Mm -hmm. or talking to a friend, talking to your mom, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever it is for you just have to recognize how it makes you feel after. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. We want to hear what your best self-care practices are too. So when you see this episode posted in the Career Passport team site, make sure to post how you take care of yourself and share that with others because you never know, maybe somebody will want to pick up your self-care practice. Yeah. Well, that's all we have for today's episode on self-care. Thanks so much for listening. We always appreciate it and we will catch you in our next episode.